We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Show the best show in late night. We're back. Bro talk. We're always on the mark. It's me, man, Jason, in the director seat as usual. Welcome. Thank you for t- tuning back into us. Uh, the second half of 2022. We took a nice little summer break, but we are back and rejuvenated. And I'm gonna kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up, bro? Dexter Stucky here. Super excited to be here. So look, people have asked if we're going to talk about the Harry Styles um, situation and uh, Florence Pugh and all that stuff. Guys, this show is Bro Talk Live. Heavy on the bro. So like you won't catch that here. But what you will catch is my drink of the night which is a dragon fruit margarita. So every Ooh. week I'm gonna give you guys, I'm gonna give you guys a different drink. Guys, look, I drink responsibly. I know there are some adults watching. Don't judge me, guys. This is all I'm drinking for tonight. Just this little bit right here. All right, guys. That's so. cute. So you can you can get the recipe right somewhere, right? The recipe is posted on my social media page and also the Bro Talk Live story. And every week we're gonna drop that out for you guys. So yeah, right. we're gonna get you guys drunk every week with us. Um, well, here on you, get little, you get a little buzz, like enjoy the show responsibly. You know, the right. There we go. Pat a guide. What up? Hey, I'm just seeing myself on camera for the first time. Get myself <sighs> you wasn't here for a second. Everybody, I don't know about rejuvenated, but we are back um, and very excited to be here today. Okay, excellent. Um, it's good to good to definitely have you guys all in. Thanks uh, everybody for already hopping in the comments and um, letting know what you think about the show so far this season. Dex, they like your shirt. Uh, they didn't mention anything about mine, but I guess we'll we'll go with yours. Um, oh Maverick God. says it's last season's trend, though, so you might have to do a little bit better. <laughs> we we have to give a shout out to Will though. Will's not joining us today. Well, I don't think we have to give a shout out to Will. Okay, I mean, he has something to say himself. Hello, everybody. It's Bill DeBrew, and we're live from the CPAC convention. Welcome to another edition of Real Talk Live. Battlefield edition. You've never seen a podcast as good as ours. We are back for another six. You got to be careful. They might get you. Oh, we've got to go. We've got to go. We've got to go. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, when he jumped, I spit my drink. <laughs> <laughs> the boy's a fool. <laughs> that boy is a fool. Um, but yes, very happy that uh, Bill was able to give us his uh, greetings and greet you all and welcome you to Bro, <laughs> to Bro Tucker. Everyone loves Bill. <laughs> A uh, shout out to Bill. He's actually um, currently, he said wherever he's at, I'm not going to um, tell you where he's at because I don't really know where he's at, but wherever he's at, you guys can do your little investigation. He says it's about five o'clock in the morning. So, and it's um, like six, 600 degrees over there too. So he's yeah. nice on and for you. <laughs> <laughs> on average every single day. All right, guys. Um, so we have a little uh, new segment. You guys right? Well, it's not a new segment. It's just replay. School. School. Oh yeah, nice little scoop. We got the scoop. 
got the scoop, Dex. Love it. I love it how the introduction is like six seconds long because you know anything longer than that, they pulling it down. <laughs> they pulling it down. <laughs> you know it good. You know good and damn well they are pulling that thing on down. Saying, I don't own the rights to this music. No, uh, we don't. Do we have to put that? I don't think we have no, to. No, but that. I hate when people do that on Facebook. It drives me it's crazy. So like you show your age when you do that. I went off on somebody um, earlier today. It was that yesterday, I think, um, about something similar to that. I was like, why are we still putting that um, in <laughs> in our messages on Facebook? We don't need to do that anymore. They're not going to. I mean, we're talking about Facebook now and watch they're going to pull it down. Um, no, but you know, I feel like we got our Twitter page back. If you haven't been following Bro Talk Live, you can follow us on Twitter at Bro Talk Live. Um, so that's good. Um, so you know, we're we're moving, we're doing making some moves, we're doing the damn thing, doing a thug thizzle. All right, you guys ready for some uh politics? Uh well, let's talk about let's talk about some politics for a second. We're gonna do the top five moments in politics um so far since we've left, right? Um, because we have to cover a lot of different things. Like we've been gone for a very long time. Um, you know, our fans have been stuck with us the whole time. We can't ask for anything, you know, more than that. But um, you know, we we have some politics to talk about. First up, we're gonna talk about what's happening at CNN. Have you been watching CNN a lot lately, Dexter? I, all day. That's all I do. I watch CNN literally all day long. Have you noticed a change? No, and people were like, Do you guys see what's happening at CNN? I'm like, no, I'm a little bored. It's like boring. It's not as exciting as it used to be. But I just thought because nothing was going on. Like I like nothing's happening. So like there's no like fanfare or whatever. I was just watching it just to watch it. Well, apparently it's it's a little bit more than that. Um, CNN has is undergoing a change. Uh, they are trying to become more centrist, uh, quote unquote, is what their new uh, leadership is saying, and they're using this to uh, to gain more you know popularity. They're actually banking on the fact that Trump might might win in twenty twenty four, and they might win the midterms this year. So they're trying to. Some people are saying they're trying to shore up their succession planning. Um, Don Lemon is actually one of the people who's kind of been affected by this change because he's one of the most out, outwardly liberal people on uh, CNN. Newly, newly liberal, by the way, because this wasn't okay, the same right. Don Lemon. Because remember before, remember, I forgot Tell somebody. A little had, bit. Somebody had got killed. I forgot who it was, but there was like a protest. And I re- I'll never forget Don Lemon being he was in the streets and he was like, oh, there's a strong smell of marijuana out here. They're protesting because somebody got killed. And he's like, are you guys smoking? And it was like, are you that tone there? He's about to slide right back into that uh, previous behavior to keep that job, though. Yes. And then you know how they always say, like, as like when you're an anchor and stuff like that, you're not supposed to try to become the news. I'll never forget when Eddie, when Bishop Eddie Long, I don't know if he died or if the accusation yes, that came out about him, but the accusation that came out about him. And then Don Lemon took that moment as the journalist to say, like, I, too, was molested. And I think that's when he came out of the closet, too, or something like that. And it was the most insane thing I had ever seen. So I'm like, you just turned this whole thing into you. I've never cared for Don Lemon. You guys were doing like backflips and stuff like that for Don Lemon. I was just looking oh, like less, less. I think I think you're doing a little much. Uh, so Dan Rathers was wondering, um, is it being noticed by the audience? And here's actually what specifically happened. New leadership has taken over back in April. And the new guy's name's Chris Light. Um, he took over for Jeff Zucker. And he's saying that he doesn't want overtly uh, liberal styles of reporting. Um the Guardian did this report in which they said that he is the leading shareholder for Warner Brothers Discovery, which also took over HBO Max. 
And um, it sounds, sounds like they're going to gut HBO Max, which sucks. Um, but he's a lib- he says he's a libertarian, although he travels in right wing Republican circles. Um, he's held 32 shares of uh, News Corp, which owns Fox News. He's on the board of directors at the Cato Institute, and he donated a quarter of a million dollars to Donald Trump's inauguration. So it seems like it seems like there's a plot here for CNN to be driven. And he does like Fox News. He thinks that it's you know, a good brand and he likes the growth that it shows. And, you know, Fox News does make more money than CNN. So there is that. Um, Smart or dumb for CNN to take this route? Well, well, I don't. I feel like I may be more different than most people, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that some of this stuff, like, you know how I always argue with you. I'm like, some people just refuse to be critical of Joe Biden. Like, no matter what he does, no matter what he says, they're just pretending like it's not happening. So, like, if they're going to be fair, then I think that's that's a good like, like that. I mean, Fox News is, does the same exact thing for Donald Trump. They they refuse to be critical of him for any reason. Exactly. So, Thank you. My eyes on the same coin, and now you're going to have what? Like, there's going to be all the same. Like, if he's pretending that Fox News is like journalistic and ethical and all this other stuff, then he's he's a goddamn fool. <laughs> well, I think he feels like there needs to be some place. He's saying that there needs to be some place where Republicans and Democrats can come together and it can be their favorite news station. No, all their like viewers are we're past that. MSNBC. That's all that's going to happen. We're past over that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way past that. Like, there's no way that that MAGA Republicans are going to come over to CNN. But I digress. Um, story number four. Number four since we left in politics uh, is the monkeypox outbreak. Um, have you guys uh, contracted monkeypox yet? No, I was no, going to say, about to ask if you got monkeypox. <laughs> You're so inappropriate. <laughs> um, a lot of people have, though, across the United States. Here are the dark areas are where, you know, the most cases are. New York City getting lit up. Also, Georgia's getting lit up. L.A. is not far behind. Indiana, surprisingly, coming in looks like fourth place there. I didn't expect Indiana to be a monkey. The question is, did you get monkeypox? I did not. Um, I definitely dodged it. Dodged a bullet there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there was a report though of a death uh from a person with monkeypox apparently he was uh very immunocompromised um but the biden administration has decided to award a 20 million dollar contract to expand the response uh, so they're working with a company amerisource virgin which sounds just evil um, one of the largest drug distribution companies in the u.s and they'll be able to provide more vaccines to more people apparently this was a problem um 800,000 vials um, of Janos and 37,000 courses of T-Pox have been distributed already across the U.S. Um, And they say 18,000 people already have monkeypox. So Biden's doing his best, seems like, uh, or his administration is doing the best to curb whatever outbreak uh, this might evolve into. We don't want this to be another pandemic, another COVID-19. So he's doing his best on that. Guys, how do you feel about the response so far and the seriousness that it seems like um, the discussion around monkeypox has, you know, initiated? I've heard a lot about the uh, monkeypox vaccine. It doesn't seem like people are complaining like they were before. So I, I'm assuming all is going well there. Um, it, I, I mean, yeah, it's monkeypox. Don't get it. Number four story. Dex, uh, do you think it deserves to be number four? It's a pretty big story. 
Well, I feel like it was, and then it just kind of went away. Like monkeypox was a big thing, and then it just kind of like don't think it ever went away. I feel like it went away. I feel like people. I still see people, you know, talking how they got vaccinated and, and the such. Maybe that's your circles. Then I don't see anybody <laughs> talking about that. that's your circles. People in my circle have monkeypox and not yours. <laughs> you're talking about it. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see anybody talking about it. Like I said, you're I watched CNN all the time to the issues because you only care about things that affect you. Again, I think it's the type of people that we're associated uh-huh. with. Number three. I only see specific people talking about monkeypox. I don't see everybody talking about monkeypox. Are you about to go ahead and go ahead and publicly demonize? I'm just them. saying. I don't. I mean, go right ahead. Let's hear it. I'm glad I don't see it. it. I mean, you're <laughs> you have to ask the probing questions, Ty. Who, what type of people do you, like, what are you saying, Dad? I don't see it. All I'm saying is I don't see it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, the number three story since we uh, went on break is the Trump raid at Mar-a-Lago. Surprisingly, it was only number three. Um, but yes, it was number three. Search warrant, they investigated uh, his house. They came up with a lot of documents. Um, it was, you know, quite the story. Looks like we have uh, two U.S. government documents with confidential classification markings, 15 with secret classifications, seven with top secret classifications, and 69 government documents without classification markings. So Donald Trump had a lot of important stuff um, down in his bat in the bathroom of his hotel. <laughs> it just sounds really insecure. <laughs> but not secure at all. Um, but he claims that this is all a witch hunt. It's all a hoax. This is the statement that we did not get a chance to talk about on Bro Talk Live, which was tremendous. I will start with the first sentence. These are dark times for our nation. As my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. You know, he did not um, write, did write, not this. write this. You probably wrote that first sentence. This is dark times. <laughs> he my favorite part, though, comes halfway down uh, where he says, they even broke it to my safe. Exclamation <laughs> point. Why are you uh, Donald saying? Trump getting raided at the FBI, but that was not all that we heard from um, former President Trump. Of course, he had to take his stands at the rallies, and this is what he had to say about um, his experience. On a phony pretext, getting permission from a highly political magistrate who they handpicked late in the evening, just days before the break-in, and trampled upon my rights and civil liberties as if our country that we love so much were a third world nation. We're like a third world nation. They rifled through the First Lady's closet drawers and everything else. And even did a deep and ugly search of the room of my 16-year-old son. Leaving everything they touched in far different condition than it was when they started. Can you you believe it? What did he say next? What do you call it? That the, the attack? Yeah. The break in? He's, he's, what did he say? The, the raid? The, the break in. 
they're not going to call you and tell you, hey, buddy, we're on our way. Like, that's that's not how it goes down. You know what's wild about this whole thing, though? Like, he really does use, like, buzzwords and, like, dog whistles. Because he said they went through, yeah, he said they went through the first lady's closets and drawers. Because you want people to kind of draw that comparison, like, they're being perverts and stuff like that, going through her, her unmentionables. Like, that's what you're trying to get people to believe. And that's not what happened. What sums this up to me, I saw somebody had said on Twitter when they showed the picture of like all the documents on his floor. They were mm-hmm. like, if this was on this, if this was in your house, you would never see the light of day day. So like with that being said, like you have to go to jail. Like it's like you you didn't accidentally pick these items up and was like, oh, let me just take it. Like it literally says like top secrets, do not touch. Like <laughs> don't go past go and you just took him and just had him chilling in, in Magalargo. It's ridiculous. Time, I love the Time Magazine cover on, on the side there. He's definitely he, he's definitely keeping that <laughs> when he made the cover of Time Magazine. Uh, Ty, were you fascinated by the story as much as we were? I, I mean, I, it was it was one of those stories where you're like, it's something that you know Donald Trump would do, and he's such a hypocrite because he like murdered Hillary Clinton for her emails, and it's like. Everything that he said about him, her during that time, you could literally replay and it go for him. But now he's such a victim and the FBI is out of control and and he he always plays this victim role so easy. And it's really weird that he identifies with people who kind of want to make him the victim of America. And it's really strange, actually, like in one instance, he's supposed to be this superhero the superman who's going to save america in this next instance he's like this this like victim of america's injustice it's really really weird all right also what's really really weird is that um number two president biden summer gas prices they went up then they went back down look at that look at that look at that but not quite down as much as they were before. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Russia. They also went up during like travel season too. Like it, exactly, I'm, like during the summer, yeah. right? When they always when they, they were up, like we needed them to be down. Now they're down when you have to go back to work and stuff. So thanks, you know. <laughs> he also planned. We reported before we left that he was planning to give ten thousand dollars in student debt relief per borrower, um, and he has delivered on that. Um, he mm-hmm. has announced delivered. that you will get ten thousand dollars if student loans knocked off if you um, file by December thirty first of twenty twenty three. Um, if you have a Pell Grant, you'll get up to twenty thousand dollars. So uh, if you this is as long as you make under one hundred and twenty five thousand uh, dollars per person. We all know what I make, and we <laughs> from a previous episode. <laughs> And um, households have to make about $250,000. So, um, yeah, congratulations, guys. Uh, are, were you proud when Biden made this announcement, Dex? <laughs> proud? <laughs> no, I think it's great. Like, but, but to be honest with you, this announcement got like exhausting very fast. Like, great that he's doing it. But like, and it's not even him. It's everybody else. It's the people who paid off their student loans. So like they don't think other people should have this. And then it's the people who make too much money. And it's just like, you guys have like exhausted me with the student loan stuff. Joe, just send the money, let it be done and over with. Cause I hate America <laughs> when they talk. I really, I can't take it. Ty, your president has decided to deliver on a campaign promise. Um, can you fault him for any of this? Did you want all of them gone? I mean, I do think that, um, 
he should prioritize forgiving more, if not all. Honestly, my honest opinion that nobody cares about is that instead of outright forgiving loans, he really should focus on the ridiculous interest rates. I think that we could all agree that without the interest rates, most people could pay off their own student loans. I think that's the real issue. So you blankly giving someone $10,000 or even $20,000, it's going to help a lot of people, but it's not going to help enough people to get you over the hump. Um, So honestly, he's smarter to work on the interest rates. I don't understand why they, they don't kind of focus on that. Cause that's, that's not, that's not a sexy tie. Honestly, like if, 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 if there was an announcement made, oh, interest rates, interest rates are now canceled. Like that is not going to make the news. No, one's that's not it. sexy, but it's, but it's going to give people the freedom they're actually looking for. Cause I mean, without your interest rates, your, your student loans, most people's student loans are like another car note. You pay it for a couple no, you're of years. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right, like, but I'm just saying it's, it's not gonna, he was never going to make the announcement that interest rates are going to be forgiven. Like that wasn't going to happen. Also, it gets kind of crazy. Think, I think going forward, though, but I, I think going forward, it does make sense to kind of like focus on the interest because, like, with people who are in school now, like when they get out, like yes, they have still loans, but like if they could possibly because it's like, it's not like you could be like, oh, when you graduate this year, I'm going to get rid of your student loans too. But I think right. maybe if you do try to work on the interest, like that'll help people in the future. Cause like, there's really nothing you're going to do for us, but for everybody else, you got to do something. I mean, I'm just thinking long-term, like the system is broken. So it's like, if you just blankly forgive this money um, for some people who, who get the 20,000 or $10,000 off, if you owe a hundred thousand dollars in student loans and you get ten thousand dollars off, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to drag you to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't think that's going to do it. But if it's like, if you see what your monthly payments are going to be, um, in addition to some of the new rules that he added, um, and then you see that your interest rates are like way down or you know zero, I think that would get people feeling like you know he was working in their favor. And that would also satisfy the 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 meat idiots who like, oh, I paid my ten thousand in student loans fifty years ago. That would satisfy <laughs> them. Too. All right. And the number one story that we missed, unfortunately, in politics was just the awful story of Roe v. Wade being overturned, um, women losing their rights. As, as much as we would like to forget that uh this happened, um, it definitely happened. Um, they overturned the entire right to abort to abortion uh, federally. Uh, they'll push it down to the states and each state will have its its own opportunity to make the decision or whether or not they will allow abortions in their state. Um, you know, there have been a lot of, you know, back and forth. You know, Biden has gone through and made an executive order um, saying that, you know, women, uh, if it's an emergency, if it's life or death situation, um, they cannot you cannot stop an abortion from happening. So they have made that protection, but you know, for a lot of people, they're still in a place where um, they didn't expect to be even less than a year ago. So that was definitely the biggest story and the whole aftermath of that, the whole Supreme court with uh, Clarence Thomas and his wife, Jeannie Thomas involved in all of this as well. So it was a captivating story that went all over, uh, you know, June and July um, affected, you know, half of the country, more than half of the country, because there's more women in this country than men. So it it affected a lot of people. Um, So this story, unfortunately, was was one that, you know, is the number one stories of the summer politically. 
Um, anybody have anything to say about that or should we move to the updates? I, real quick, I do hate that that's like a political thing and it's um, like and one, on one hand, this is an example of uh, Trump and his base and his people um, getting delivered a big, uh, albeit a ridiculous and insane thing. Um, they delivered on what they said they were going to do in, in a mighty, mighty way. It and it's, it's, it, it was a massive thing for them to do. And it's like, almost like you have the audacity to do something like that. You're completely out of control, but like, that's how much they don't care about what the other side thinks. They will do whatever their base is asking them to do. And I think that on some level we can learn from that. Um, number one, we do it. We, we have to get something like we have to fix that. Like there's no way we can stand for that, but it's also an example of like, they really will do anything their base says. You can learn something from that because that gets that's going to get people to the polls. Ty, I think it's the opposite. I think their base is willing to accept whatever they give them. Like this was one of those things like they threw it out there and they said it and then they did it. And like I was kind of shocked to see how many people were like, this is a great thing. I'm so happy they did this. And like people that I know, too, like. I think that but the polling a- doesn't say that though, Dex. Like when they're polled anonymously, sixty like sixty nine percent of the nation wants abortion, you know, to be to be a federal mandate. Well, but, when they now, announced and they were showing the people or whatever, and then granted, like the people they were showing, that doesn't represent everyone. But there I think was a minority of people who agree with this. Yeah, there was a large group of women that. too. There was a large group of women. small minority though, and that they don't even care that it's a small minority of people who want this. Like if people were to vote on this. It would lose massively, massively. But, but that's what I'm saying. I think they just accept what the. I think they accept what they're given. Like whatever it is that what that Donald Trump and the Republicans do, like they're going to just be okay with it. Like that, that, that is a good point. I mean, they yeah, they like um, like uh, Princess Jones in the comments um, said, you know, it is a cult. It's like a cult at this point. It's cult like, mm-hmm. like because that's what it is. Like at the end of the day, like they're going to do whatever the party line says to do. And the same thing with the people in the party, like they're going to toe the party line. If if Kevin McCarthy calls them and says, hey, Trump wants us to do this. That's exactly what they're going to do. Everybody, including Ron DeSantis. So it's it doesn't really matter, you know, what their feelings are about a certain thing. It's about winning. Like it's all about controlling and power and stuff like that. And the best way they can do that is by going to the extremes of people's emotions. And, you know, that's that's all that it is. Democrats aren't willing to go to to the extremes of people's emotions. They're willing to appeal to people's sensibilities. And that doesn't necessarily always work in their favor because, you know, people are moved by emotion, not by sensibility. I agree. Okay, wisdom, we'll leave that alone. I know. What is this, wisdom Tuesday? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you like that? I mean, I, 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 I didn't want to go off, but, you know, I'm not trying to editorialize, but it is what it is. Time for the update. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Alrighty, guys. So, um, you know, we had top five for the politics. We're going to have top five for the stupid stuff. (laughs) (laughs) How do you narrow it down? How do you narrow it down? So when we last left you guys, um, this is what Monique was doing.
This is like a millennium ago. It was I'm just yeah, a few months ago. She was going and drinking at that moment. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, since then, Monique has settled her lawsuit with Netflix. Um, believe it or not, Monique, Monique is back. Um, she settled with, with the discrimination and retaliation lawsuit that she had with Netflix for an undisclosed sum of money. And now she's going to be back on camera. Here's what she had to say. Can y'all believe this shit? Can y'all believe this shit? I done came on home to Netflix. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's your girl, Monique. And I'm so excited to share that I'll be shooting my first Netflix comedy special. Oh, and in case you didn't hear, I'm also reuniting with my friend, my brother, director Mr. Lee Daniels on the Netflix film, The Deliverance. You won't want to miss either of them, so y'all stay tuned. And thank y'all, my sweet babies. I love us for real. Dex, will you be watching? It's really cool the way Ice... Like, like water and it freezes into like a shape and it becomes ice. It's really cool. <laughs> Ty, will you be watching? Dex, what did you say about the ice? Like ice. It just freezes. <laughs> <laughs> y'all not gonna watch it? Y'all not gonna support Monique after y'all done boycotted Netflix for her? Y'all not gonna come back? I kind of like it if you put just the right amount. She of didn't ice say cancel your subscription. Break. She said boycott. Like, that doesn't uh, mean they're no. back. Doesn't water it down too much. No, yeah, it just. I'm talking ice is ice in water. Look, or when Rosa Parks boycotted on the buses, y'all didn't stop riding buses. You know what I've been reading buses. through about that? So you got to go back. Um, at some I was point, at you got to go back. And I was like, I really need to get this back to get the ice from Chick Fil A. I bought this other ice, and it wasn't. I was like, oh, you know what? I think Chick Fil A's ice yeah, will probably be so much better than this. Like a hundred times better. I just like, I'm definitely gonna try it. Yeah, good job. All right, moving on. Capitol Records has pulled the plug on a racist AI rapper named Ethan Mika after barely a week. So this guy, this 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 rapper, <laughs> they said I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> this rapper, um, which is basically an avatar, an Xbox creation, um, you know, was created by some a, a white man and an Asian man both um, execs at Columbia Records. And they created this little thing and he does like the blackest stuff. Uh, he holds up re- gold records with, uh, you know, half a head shaved and then dreads on the other half. Um, he does, you know, beatboxing and he actually is voiced by an actual black rapper. Um, his name is Ethan Mika. Um, they canceled him after, or they didn't cancel him. They 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 got rid of his... Uh, they, they signed into a contract and then they reneged on the contract um, because of this photo that outraged millions of people on Twitter, seemed like, um, with a cop beating Ethan Mika um, because they're saying, like, look, now you're saying an avatar rapper can can experience the life of a black person. And you guys are just selling it um, for hits and streams and everything else. Uh, so this wasn't, like I said, an actual creation from a black man. This is. A one white executive and one Asian executive creating Ethan Mika and getting a black person to voice it. We talked about it um, on my radio show, Culture Check, 
Oh, sorry. Someone's calling me. Like, girl, what, what are we doing? It's bro. This bro talk. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> All right, we talked about it on my on my show, Radio Show Culture Check, um, and I talked about it with Jaylani Turner Williams, and this is what she had to say about the dangers of doing such a thing. Because I did hear some commentary about this possibly could be used for people who are disabled or who have disorders, where um, like Summer Walker, where they don't like to be around a lot of people and they get shy, stage fright, and stuff like that. Do you think this is a case of a good idea of you know, good idea in the hands of the wrong people, or is it just going to be a struggle for a while for people to embrace like the meshing of both virtual and physical worlds? That's a really good question. I also didn't hear that commentary about people like Summer Walker, but you know, that would make sense. You, you do have some artists who, you know, not saying that she has stage fright, but she's talked about her anxiety being on stage and, right. you know, she, she's getting used to that. Um, but hmm, that's a good question. I think, first of all, I think that we need to be conscious of, you know, designing these characters with the likeness of a, a certain like ethnicity. Okay. So it looks, yeah. I, when you see little Michaela, I think she kind of expresses right. herself as like a Latina woman, um, but also she is fictional. So you're talking about someone who's representing this group of people, right. but she's also a character. Um, so I think that that's definitely one controversial thing. But when it comes to like an actual artist, like, you know, Travis Scott, when he did his like Fortnite set a couple years ago, that's a real person. And if he wants to, you know, turn himself into like this digital creator, like that's okay but when you're talking about someone who's totally fictional I think there just needs to be a little more conversation about that as in what is and is not offensive so how do you feel about F and Mika and the whole pretense that you know they were created as a black person um, quote unquote that experiences black things but isn't necessarily um, created by a black person that does and understands the plights of black people. I don't think that specifically bothers me. I like, yeah, I don't think I really care about that, that it's not like a black person who created it or whatever. And I don't necessarily believe in like black things. I think there are things that like normal people do and just black people happen to do them more often than other others. Um, but I will say though, and after listening to your interview, um, I was really taken aback by it because you guys actually touched on the fact that there's a lot of this stuff going on. There's so many like artificial intelligent influencers and stuff like that that are out there. And we talked about it before where I'm like, this is actually really scary because I feel like they, they throw this stuff out in the entertainment space and then it goes into other spaces. Like, could you imagine like artificially intelligent, like political leaders and stuff like that? Right. These people exactly. It's going to happen. Yeah, but it's like this person is making a decision. And, and what, what if we even vote for them? What if it's like a Barack Obama type character, right? And we're into it and we vote for them. But in reality, Donald Trump is running the program there. Like, I don't like this. It makes me feel very uncomfortable and I want to be done with it. <laughs> Ty, have you had any experience with any of these virtual uh, people? No, I'm learning about a lot of this for the first time, actually. I, uh Honestly, I don't know what word I was using there. So there's a there's a character named uh, Little Michaela that I really want to show you because it's it's so weird. Like it's isn't it, Dex? Am I Are you about to pull it out now? I am about to pull. Do would you like to see it? Yeah, why not? It's it's really uh, it's strange. So I'll, I'll share this with everybody. So this and it seems like we're late to this, right? Because this per this, not I keep trying to say this person. This character has three million followers 
on mm-hmm. Instagram. And she has 10 million followers on TikTok. It is the strangest like little thing. Here we go. Little Michaela right here. This is her Instagram page. Um, like, let's look at it. Like, it's, it's literally an avatar, but it's like well, posting still, with real people. Still, you're still, you're still I'm sorry. Can you not see? I'm, I'm my bad. I'm sorry. I can only see myself. There we go. There she goes. So she's like posting like in front of like actual places like Pac Sun <laughs> and like thanks for stopping by. Like so, brands are embracing embracing this stuff. She's posting with actual people. This is a real person that you know they photoshopped into this picture. So they're really trying to mesh these two worlds, and it's it's strange. This is the creator. Um, this is the guy who creates little Michaela and everything like, and all the other virtual people that he has. It's, Wait, it's go, back to, go back to what you just put that on there. This is why I love, no, this isn't the one, but the one that, that we were just looking at, this is why the internet is always undefeated because like, while we think this is something that's crazy, like this is going to take over the world. There's a user on there that says for a robot, you're really a dick hopper. <laughs> We don't stop trolling. Like it does not stop. But this is very creepy though and very scary too because and and this girl, they're using her as an influencer. So they're using her to influence people to buy stuff. And if you can influence people to buy stuff, just imagine what else you could influence people to do. So it's yeah, it's wild. So um just wanna let you guys know the future is weird that people are into that. Um wait, sorry, keep with it up one more time. Which one? Her. What what's in her bio? Black Black Lives Matter. <laughs> mm. Wow. Wow, man. Wow. Year old robot living in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dexter, you don't like that. You don't like that. It's pandering. Like they know what they're doing. Pandered there to get that that group of people to mm-hmm. I, I, it's actually weird to me that people find that fascinating enough. To where that that there's so many followers and that's that like I would never okay <laughs> okay okay <laughs> all right so yeah back to the um back to the countdown so that was number four it um, you know, you're like th- this is all fake it kind of like takes that th- to the next level it's like mm-hmm. no it looks like, so real like she could definitely be real like she could pass off as a real person if someone wasn't like maybe that's maybe that's a message that 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 the creator was trying to send you like this is all fake this is as easy as me creating something. i think you're giving the messenger too much credit for trying to- <laughs> i mean they're just probably trying to make money like that's that's literally it <laughs> all right moving on uh tiffany haddish and ari spears are accused of child abuse now um have you guys heard of this story recently yes yeah it's nasty. Um, so I had full disclosure. I had Eric Spears on my show back in what, March or April or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know anything about this. Um, we were talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock and that whole debacle and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm not going to I can't say that I saw this coming. I'm not going to say that, you know, I know anything more than that about Aerie Spears. It was just an interview. So if people wanted to say something about that, I just wanted to put that out there that I am aware that I had an interview with Aerie Spears back in back. In, and I'm not taking it down. It was a good interview. So um, it is what it is. Okay, now don't double down on it like that, though. Just say you didn't know and move forward. I, I mean, I didn't know this stuff was happening. I mean, if you guys if you guys don't like the interview, I'll take it down. But I mean, I know, but you I, can't I, be I, like, it's necessary for us to even go down this 
road. Like, why would you take that? Because hurt? someone's bound to say in the comments, didn't you have an interview with Ari Spears? Now you talking okay. about him. Like, I ain't doing all that. Okay, like, I mean, am I supposed to be able to predict the future? Like, I don't know what any of these celebrities are doing. Um, yeah, exactly. So I do. So Tiffany Haddish, um, I'll I'll tell I'll tell you her comment before. Um, I'll tell you I'll show you the video of actually what she's alleging that she had. Wait, what video? Is not that bad. Is it? <laughs> oh, I about to, I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's not. I'll show you the video that's alleged to be disturbing, but it's not. It's it's not actually like you won't see the disturbing parts. Put it that way. Wait, but it's the video with Ari Spears with the with the newspapers. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think we should show that. I mean, it's, 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 it's out there. I mean, it's on his website. It's on airyspirits.com. What are you supposed to do? So she said, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right here with you. Unfortunately, because there's an ongoing legal case, this is very little I can say right now. But clearly, while the sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about the situation as soon as I can. So she's not trying to get rid of her B-list card, but um, Eric Spears Spears has clearly uh, lost his. Here is the sketch that is in question. I'll be right back. Look, do whatever Uncle Pete asks you to do, okay? Be good. All right, thank you so much. If you mean anything, just call me, okay? See you. All right, now. So yeah, um, they bleeped out the actual uh, singing of the R. Kelly song. Um, I don't see nothing wrong. He's saying, "Mama, is telling me no, my body." Like that's what it's actually playing in the background while he's looking through those holes in the newspaper. Very, very stupid. Like very inappropriate. Very nasty. I'm not sure what that was supposed to be. What was supposed to be funny about that part? What that's more concerning to me was less about the song and stuff like that, but more about. And I'm glad like there was like a cover of it. But that little boy was in his underwear. And that was the part for me that was a bit much and not just in underwear, but like you saw like prints and imprints and stuff like that. Like it just was just just garbage. I I didn't like it. I thought it was really inappropriate. I will say, though, I think that letting us know, like, look, this was inappropriate. We get it now. We'll show them the 2013, 2014. It's not okay that we did it. We know that it was wrong. I'm okay with that. My issue with this whole situation is that it seems that it's being implied that something else happened outside of what we're seeing on that video. And that's the part that has me confused. The video I mean, was- I don't, think, I don't think anyone's saying that. They're just saying that they were put yeah, in really precarious positions like as children. They're saying more about the situation as if her being able to say more is going to clear her name for being a part of this, like, trash. I, I, I just-, I just to me, though, the video was garbage. It was trash or whatever. But I don't see a legal case here. Like, I don't I don't get I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it matters if it's a legal case at this point. It's, it's like, yeah, at this point, it's like, you know, a social issue. Like, dude, are we going to have Aries Spears still relevant? Issue. I mean, he's uh, 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 he's not relevant. So I can't say that. I can't say that Aries Spears is relevant, but we can't have Aries Spears acting in the spaces if he's still allowed to be here. I think that if something else outside of what was on that video took place, then it's problematic. There needs to be anything outside of that video. That what the video that. showed, I think that's an apology and acknowledgement of wrongdoing and you move forward from it. I don't, I, I think there's crazier things that have happened and that are happening in the world that's crazier than what's on that video, in my opinion. I don't think the video was, it was crazy, it was disgusting, it was bad, but it wasn't one of those things where it's just like, oh, we got to cancel them. Like, it's, I mean, 
it's not that like but to to Rashonda's question like why would anyone even want to do this for less not funny it's not funny but but like the the woman today i read something that the mother of these children is trying to get them arrested just this is nothing to be arrested about that's why i assume there was more to it like something else must have happened but if nothing else happened well, the kids are saying that other stuff has happened. They're saying that's what I'm saying. Like that's the part that I'm like conf- confused about. Like what else happened? I'm oh. trying to figure out where the comedy would come in. It's yeah, like you're you're, you're, you're an adult and you know that this stuff happens to kids and you like in what way, like how can we in any part of ourselves find comedy in this in any way? And how can you look at something like that? And come up with a skit like that and say, oh, yeah, this this might be funny. I think it was supposed to be funny as him looking through the newspaper with those stupid googly eyes. But that was clearly he was trying to be funny there. Like, what else? Would you, like, why else would you do that? Yeah, unless you're what, trying part you, what part of you? You know, what broken part of you thought that that? would provide comedy for that's any part. And that's that's the part that needs to be addressed. Like that that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think I don't think anything else needs to happen for that to be enough reason for Aries Spears not to be in our lives anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that scene was enough to say, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like like you're done. Like what are we doing? And uh is Tiffany excused or she was there. She saw it happening. Yeah, like she saw it anything your uncle. We have tells to hear you. more. From, maybe she was. Maybe she was only on set for that one scene. You know, yeah, but she said, I don't know. But no. the line that she says though is like, you know, you get what I'm saying. What, what's next? And so, don't try to like distance yourself. You were a part of this. You're done too. She the only person who wasn't on While the sketch was in, intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret Maybe she was trying to just get on. You know, it was one of those things. I don't no, know. No, it's not that one of those things. No. I think it was, though. I, I do think that. Well, sorry. I think the, I also think the mom should have been on set, too. There's no way my 14 year old child and seven year old child are filming anything without me being present. All right. Um, all right. Sorry. We, this show is going way too long. Um, oh, we have. Well. Uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, it's already eight o'clock, and we haven't even gotten through the news. Irv Gotti um, uh, pissed Dex off. He pissed Dex off with um, a lot of these things that he was saying about Ashanti. Here is um, here are here is here are his uh, his comments that he made originally, I believe, on uh, the Drink Champs podcast. Um, are you guys familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I always say that, don't I? Are you guys familiar with that? Like, I I've know, never I know that. these things. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Like, you follow Ashanti, so of course you know. Um, he said, uh, you know, a number of things about Ashanti on the drink, drink, drink. I cannot say the word. Drink champ podcast. Drink like chance. like she had sex with him, and he and he created the well, song. Let's just listen to what he said. Hold on, my bad. Here you go. <laughs> Let me let me explain how the relationship and how it worked and how it worked to yeah, dating at this point. Yes. Okay. So we're together. Matching watches. I imagine you bought our watch too. I bought a match. Okay. Okay. Birkins, all that. All right. I bought. She 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 gained. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I don't know about that. I just know. Okay. She gained. So you Switzerland. Stay out of it. I'm Switzerland. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just finished sleeping together or whatever. Okay. Or whatever. I'm taking a shower. I'm in the shower. You know, be creative after. Yes.
Looks like Jason is on mute and trying to talk. Sorry, I didn't know that was going to right there. I thought that was going to keep keep going. But basically, he said that they uh, he came up with the theme to I'm So Happy um, right after they had sex. Sex, how do you feel about one of your favorite songs in the world? Um, I, being, bet. I bet. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> you can see it. Um, I think, you know, I don't like it when people like talk about like their sex lives with people who are not connected with them. I think it's disturbing to to sit up and have that conversation 20 years after it happened, even if you are doing it to promote a documentary. I don't like it. I don't think it's cool, regardless if it was Ashanti or whoever, whatever. I just think that dragging up old stories like that does what for who. And then I did watch the murdering documentary and I thought it was really well done. I just think that this Ashanti stuff he did completely overshadows all the greatness that he's done in his life. I think a lot of people right now know Irv Gotti, yeah. not as the guy who put, who made this super group of Jay-Z, Ja Rule and, and um, Jay-Z, Ja Rule, and DMX. Like they don't know Irv Gotti as that person. They know him as the guy who was whining about having sex with Ashanti and being upset about it while he was married 20 years later. And that's not a good way for him to, him to go mean, out. Because I mean, really Jay-Z doesn't recognize him as that either. I mean, he was only on there for like, what, two months? Uh, these are some other stories that Irv Gotti, Irv Gotti has uh, gotten um, out about Ashanti. He says Ashanti ran like a cockroach when he I was arrested. Right behind her too. Them feds come knocking on the door. I'm scurrying away, big dog. <laughs> he said that Fat Joe is no longer his friend after Fat Joe criticized his statements on Ashanti. Um, so that's where Irv Gotti stands. <sighs> about this ice. <laughs> they, they, they love they love your comments they love it I mean to be honest with you I mean he just I, he's just painting himself as like this weird loser I don't know why he's doing that I mean the shade room asked him about it on the red carpet of I think this was the VMAs and this is B- what he had to say B- oh the BET awards something honor something I don't know I think it was everyone's like why he keep talking about Ashanti so let the people know why you keep talking about Ashanti cause that's why cause that's what's like you asking me? <laughs> That's a fair. Did I bring Ashanti up, or did no. you just ask me why you keep talking about Ashanti? Do you did it? I did it right now, but okay. in the law. So here, here's what I'm gonna say. I wish Ashanti nothing but the best. I have no nothing. This thing, I'm not hooked on Ashanti. I can't get over her. It's it's that's none of that. You're just telling your story. I got paid to do a documentary on my life and on Murder Rank. If I didn't talk about Ashanti, you'd have been like, what type of bullshit is this that he didn't speak about? She's too important to Murder Rank and his life. They tried to me to me. They didn't try to me to you. I read the comments. What the comments say? You know what the f*** they say. Stop it, Shade Room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I mean I I think Irv does have a point saying that he was paid to talk about this in the documentary is that not why this was all brought up he was paid to talk about his career in Murder Inc who you have sex with has nothing to do with your career like that doesn't even make any sense like he's saying that like I can't talk about the music that she made and the career and the longevity and what she did for the la- the label unless I say I had sex with her that doesn't make sense. It doesn't we make sense. Go our whole lives not knowing the context in which Snuffy <laughs> was written. Um, it, was nice, it was a nice little tune. Uh, it's, it remains a nice little tune. Nice now, little tune. <laughs> like there, there's a mid-level selection in her discography. 
There's absolutely no reason why we need to know. I mean, do we know the context in which any of our favorite songs were written? No. Um, most of the time we don't know. And most of the time we don't care. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. All right. And moving on. The number one story since we've been gone. We finally got here, guys. Number one story since we've been gone. <laughs> nope. When's the last time you watched 106 in Park? Last time it was hot. What's Maybe the weather? Little, What's the weather today, y'all? When little Bow Wow was on there. You got a problem with little Bow Wow? I ain't got a problem with little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. What? <laughs> He's back, man. He's back. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit sad. I was like a little bit. Like, I hate when I see people lose their battle with addiction. Yeah. How do you know that's a losing battle of addiction, Ty? He's losing his battle with addiction. How do you know that? Because you you can see he was doing so much better. He was like looking up. He was like looking at his face was fattening up a little bit. And like, it's all getting sunken back in. And he's talking really weird and saying things like he's sleeping with Bow Wow and somebody else, Puff Daddy. And then just like. The, oh, I, I mean, it's—I mean—he's losing his battle, and it's sad because, like, you know, stuff How like you, that. You don't know that Ty. You can't just put that. Oh, on. I know what I know. Drugs when I see them. <laughs> well, for me, you can just copy and paste everything I said about Ashanti and Jaru. Just paste it right here. We don't need to know who you had sex with. We don't need to know this information. <laughs> About Big Bow Wow, um, had this to say. Since when legends got to speak, Bow wow speak on this, <laughs> speak on Afri. <laughs> I'm filming my new TV show as we speak and preparing for a sold out show at the O2 Arena for the Millennium Tour in London. Wise, I'm a 35 year old father. Don't play them type games. You know what this is. You know this is Bow. You talking to right? I'm a boy, Damon. And so he's um he's letting us know that he also said that Antonio not Antonio Brown <laughs> Orlando Brown <laughs> he said he's tweaked out but you know dude really needs help you know what I'm saying that's why we ain't tripping nobody taking him serious it's sad because he had the potential to be great but I'm sad dim drugs Ty so he's kind of on your side with that whole thing but um, Orlando Brown was not about to sit down and just let that stand yo shot yo I, I just want to tell you bro like thanks for thanks for recognizing me as a legend bro um you're a legend yourself and I mean I'm gonna just keep it 1000 with you brother you know what I'm saying um you know I, I love you man uh I love all your work man you already know what's going on man the squad but you gonna have to um really really address the fact that you know you you, you got bomb pussy. Bow. You got to tell people the truth. Bow wow. Tell people the truth, bro. If you got bomb pussy, you got to embrace that pussy. Wow. You got to, you got to do things to, to let people know that your pussy is empowerment. Bow wow. You know, um, I love you, Shot. But I want you to know that my response to you being, you know, doing your show and stuff, congratulations, and then your little. You know, your concert you got going. I want to let you know, man, when you get on stage. Okay, so that's enough of that. In Bow Wow's statement, he said that this man is on drugs. He said that he's getting ready to go to do a show and all this stuff, but he did not deny that he got some. <laughs> 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 Did not deny. His um, denial was, I'm a boy, Damon. That was whatever that means. You know whatever what that means. <laughs> classic line from Friday. 
after that. <laughs> I mean, it was the number one story, was it not? I felt like that was like our number one story. We should have something. It was something. Yeah, <laughs> something. Um, no, I, I'm I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm. I feel like if you were going to release a statement, which I would not have, but if you're going to, I think Bow Wow's statement was was as close to appropriate as it gets. But yeah. like you knew he was going to respond. Like that's what I'm saying. You let him drag you into this thing. Like I now, didn't think that when Orlando Brown started, I didn't see that that second one Jason just played until just now. I did not <laughs> see the comment. I never saw that before. But I didn't think he was going to say that. No, I mean the drug when the drugs take you under. <laughs> or, <laughs> They or make when you remember, things. or when you remember, no, no, you didn't remember that. You, that recall. you recall, you were yeah, you on stage. You may have been looking at me on stage and assumed <laughs> that I had, <laughs> but you didn't. You didn't taste none of it. <laughs> I got a question. I got a All right, uh, Dex, we have you. Uh, you're going to be doing Q&A now the bill's gone? I can try, but you know. Okay. That dragon fruit. <laughs> that dragon fruit. And so, and so Q&A, um, we, have four, we, have, we, have, we do two questions. Um, so we have four different topics. We got to um, you know, pick which one. So it's work for less. Tender-headed fool, bad cop, or ducks? Um, I don't know. What? We need a banger for our comeback, but uh, ducks. What, what do you think, to ducks? Jason, you're on mute. Uh, I almost want to. I want to hear. <laughs> from, I'm so disgusted with me when you said it. We've been doing Zoom means and stuff for a year. You should know that you don't hear your voice when you're talking out loud. Ducks. Here we go. <laughs> ducks in a row. For backstory, I'm white. Okay. Edd approved. What's the employment discrimination? Uh, oh. <laughs> For backstory, I'm white. A couple years ago, we re- re- we relocated and started hanging out with some of our neighbors. We embraced one couple in particular and spent a good deal of time with them. It was after we developed their, this friendship, the issues arose. Linda is a bigot. She talks down about black people, Mexicans, Asians, niggers, you name it. She wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't like this initially, but her derogatory references have been increasing have been increasing lately. I guess she has gotten more comfortable around us. We are of opposite political persuasion, but never discuss politics or religion. And I certainly do not want to open that can of worms. I find my side of our friendship fraying as I become more and more bothered by the references to to migrants, immigrants and people of color. But I usually don't respond. The look on my face when she drove up my driveway one day to warn me that a carload of niggas are coming around the bend gave gave me away. However, I think it would. Because we became friends before she exhibited this type of behavior, I do not, I don't want to terminate our relationship. Let me read that again. Because we became friends before she exhibited this kind of behavior, I do not want to terminate our relationship. For now, I act like a duck. 
and a dumbass and try to let her comments roll like water off my back. But I know, but 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 I don't know if I can keep it up. Any suggestions? You have to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you really have to get like a duck and, and drown yourself. <laughs> you 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 are something else with yourself. Like you are just as bad as she is. Next. <laughs> don't watch this no more and don't watch this no more. <laughs> Tell him not to watch that. You wrong, your friend wrong, don't come around here no more. Maybe you will learn and um, you know, exhibit better behavior and stick um, up for your friend. I I'm I honestly uh I'm you were I'm I <laughs> I don't have words for that type of behavior. It really is. I'm not disgusted with your friend. I'm actually more disgusted with you. Like for you to sit there and act like, you know, uh, oh, her comments are so, uh, uh, I can't believe she's talking about blacks and niggers and Mexicans. And then just like, but I don't say anything. I just act she's like a duck. Like you're what's wrong. You are what's wrong. She's not what's wrong because we can easily get rid of people like her. You're the, you're the problem. Mm. Next. Yeah. Eric says she's a low key racist too. Ain't nothing low key about it. Ain't nothing low key about it. Low key or maybe high key. Because guess what? When her when when homegirl came around, it's like the niggers are coming. She ran in the house. Guarantee she ran in the house. I bet she ran. Please, please. I would. I mean, you you. If you're friends with somebody, you call them out on their stuff. You don't just like. Oh, I just let it roll off. Like, you can't come around me talking. Like, I let it roll off like a duck. What? <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> Jason knew how to piss us off. Come on, some duck. Yeah. Roll off like a duck. I, I read the word duck. I got really upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the name of the question, duck. I mean, like a duck and drives. <laughs> This is a, I don't want to terminate the friendship because we were friends before I found out she was racist. Okay, but now you found that's like that's like you if she if you would have found out that she was like anti whatever something that you believe in, you would have been like, you know what, I got I got I can't do this. But you're not because you don't care. Like we this is not it. like someone having like she's likening this to someone having different political views than you. Like you're literally yelling and screaming at there's a, a pack of niggers coming. To, like, you're, <laughs> It's <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe she said, like, what are you like? Seriously, make like a dog stick your head underwater and just like, don't come back. Don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dex, wrap it up because we got to go. Oh, um, for. Oh, <laughs> slash questions. If you have any questions, Jason. Oh, that was very nasty, Dex. I'm not going to... You got to do, do it. <laughs> you got to do that again. You got to do that again. Start uh, off. Do you guys have any questions? If you guys want to get some off your chest, let us know how you feel. Visit brotalklive slash questions. Brotalklive.com. Oh, my God. Brotalklive.com slash questions. I mean, it's, you got to start Where is Will? Come on. Where is he at? <laughs> now it's time for Dex's BS Report. All right, guys, Dex's BS Report. I tell three stories. Two of these stories are true. One of these stories is a lie. Um, Jason, I also sent you a picture that I need you to put up for my... Um, for the seat, for the seat, just so you can prepare for when the When did seat. you send it? Oh, just, just now. now. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, you got you to give me a little... Pre, this is pre-production meeting. Come on. 
I'm sorry. Um, I, so guys, there, you know, school is back in session. But um, in Mississippi, school districts are asking parents to let teachers move in with them because rent across the country is soaring. Mm. Um, there's a man who is facing felony charges after he killed his pet, his neighbor's pet rooster with a mm. stick. And then finally, there is there is a, a school that assigns something called how will you punish your slave assignment? Well, black parents were upset about it. They complained about it. They actually made a, a legal case about it. But then it was determined like there was no wrongdoing here. All right, guys, what's true? What's a lie? Did you want me to put No, that's a seat. I mean, so, so what's true? What's a lie? Um, you told me why did you tell me this segment then, Dex? Because I just want you to have a beer prepared when I go to my seat. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know how long it would take you. Sorry. Um, re- yeah, tell me them stories again. All right. So one story is a man killed his neighbor's rooster with a stick in Mississippi. They're asking parents to allow teachers to move in with them because rent is too high. Hold up. Can and, you put a period in between these sentences? It seems like they're run on. What's happening? Promised. And then he, he ain't um, put no damn commas in them sentence. Todd, did he put a comma? You said we got to go fast. So I'm trying to speed it through so we can like, you know, and then the final one is um, a judge said that uh, you got to start I, over because you were reading too fast in first day. Oh, my God. <laughs> a man okay. killed his his neighbor's pet rooster with a stick and he is facing felony charges for doing so. Okay. In Mississippi, they are asking people to parents to allow teachers to move in with them because rent is soaring across the country. Mm. And finally, there was an assignment called How Will You Punish Your Slave? Um, how Will You Punish Your Slave? <laughs> It's not funny. How will you punish your slave? Parents were upset about it, but a judge determined that it does not violate any civil rights. What's a lie? Number one. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards number one as well. Well, I mean, well, if it's in Hawaii, that probably is a felony because in Hawaii, they protect their roosters. It's a it's a little known thing about Hawaii. They they really go up for roosters. Um, in the rest of the forty nine states, I'm not sure if that's the case. So unless this happened in Hawaii, that is a lie. So I'm gonna say it did not happen in Hawaii because it's a one fifty chance. I'm doing the math. We're gonna go with number one being a lie. Why ain't go with that one? All right, you're right. Number one, number one is a lie. It is not happening in Mississippi, but in San Francisco, they are asking parents and families to house teachers because rent is. Thank you, Ashley. That's what I'll say. That's why I ain't pick no damn Mississippi. They don't got no high rent to have no teachers. Mississippi probably got the lowest rent in the damn country. It's probably eight fifty a month. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Eight fifty a month? For real? <laughs> I don't know how much they're gonna be. And that has been Dex's BS report. I didn't pay attention to where it happened for the week. So that Mississippi story is true. No, no, no. It's it's false. It, it's true that that is happening in San Francisco, not in Mississippi. But it is oh. true that they're asking their at school districts are oh, asking okay. parents to house teachers, but just in San Francisco. Can you imagine being housed by your uh, no. Look, if I'm if housing you need more info on punish a slave, what's what's the details on that one? Um, that's a true story. Um, it's a federal judge has ruled against two black parents who sued their children's school district over an assignment asking students how they would punish a disrespectful slave. 
in the lawsuit, they say their names, accused Sun Pirate, no, sorry, Sun Prairie School District in Wisconsin of violating their civil rights, mm -hmm, of violating their civil rights by um, giving their children this specific assignment during Black History Month. Oh, that was really nasty. Why would they do that? That was nasty. I was surprised by the outcome. Wisconsin. Is Wisconsin like that? I mean, obviously, right? <laughs> Golly, during Black History Month, dude, that's spitting in the face. That's disgusting. Now, more like a Florida thing, but you know, Wisconsin. If it was Florida, you know, I, for a fact, it wouldn't even <laughs> made the news if it was Florida. It would have been like right on par. All right, um, that was Dex's BS report. Did you uh, do your little outro, Dex? That has been Dex's BS report for the week. So before Ty goes, we were going to um, rebrand this um, with uh, a couple of people. Dex, are you on eyebrows? What's happening? What are you doing? I was scared my head. Turn your little touch up. That eyebrow, that eyebrow pencil. My eyebrow is good, player. Hey, all right. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. You said so we were going to rebrand this with a bunch of different people. I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, forget it. Go ahead, Ty. Um, real quick, Dex's BS report no longer gets one of those little musicals in the front. We're going to work on that. We're working on some stuff. <laughs> he was talking about rebranding. And he told me not to do nothing because he was going to rebrand. And when he I asked him today, he said he ain't rebranding. Look, Jason, you, you, you know how you don't do something for a long period of time and then somebody be like, hey, where is this assignment? And you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like little pump in Japan. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but Ty, you introduced yourself. Guys, I have really, a really guys. Um, thank you for sticking around with us this long. We're super excited to be back. Um, we're going to wrap up with this last segment called seats. Does anybody have a seat for this week? I do. So <clears throat> you put it in. No, go ahead now. Oh, I was just waiting for Jason to put the camera on me. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. So, guys, this, you know, it's the fall season is coming up. So this past weekend, I went shopping to get like fall decor to, you know, decorate the house and stuff like that. One of the things I really, really like to get is like a new wreath, like for the different seasons or whatever. I was at the store. Should I say this name in the store? Yes. I was at this store called At Home and I saw this one wreath that I like and I reached and grabbed it and then I pulled it out. And guys, I know live the wreath that was behind it. Jason's going to show you the picture in just a second. Y'all, I swear to God, the ancestors pulled me away. Like, I was so offended when I saw that damn wreath. <laughs> cotton in the store, Dex? For the podcast listeners, it's a wreath made of cotton. Yeah, I, you could, I feel like my spit in my face. I was like, I can't buy anything out of this store. I was, I, I really was so upset. They, that really bothered me. And I was like, is it me? Is it me? <laughs> Am I crazy here? So at home, you guys cannot be selling wreaths made of cotton. Like that is. Well, that's what I, meant. I don't understand. Well, like I understand that black people picked cotton as. Uh, okay. So like, what do you, well, why do you have that cotton on a reef like that? Who the hell is putting that on their door? But it look, but the Jason, the way it looks, it looks like like it's on ready for picking. Yes, I mean, it's, it's cotton. I mean, that's how it naturally grows. What do you like? You can't no, cotton. It's a weird. 
I don't know. It's just like a weird thing to do. You know? How does cotton represent the fall? I don't get that. I mean, it's because it keeps you warm. Dex, sweaters are made of cotton. <laughs> they put a sweater up there. That is not okay. I want that taken off the mark. And now that I put this on the show, I'm adding them and I'm taking this picture to Twitter. Like, I'm getting that point. Like, it does not have a sign on it that says, Blacks, pick me. Like, it does not say that. Listen, like, you, know what's crazy? you know what's wild about that? You know what's crazy about that? I picked up the thing right behind it. If I would have grabbed it, I would have picked it. Me in 2022 <laughs> picking cotton. That's not okay. We no, like mm-mm. I'm getting I'm getting that taken off the shelves. Watch. <laughs> Look, I feel like the, the war on cotton is fully here by black people. And I don't feel like it's fair. I don't feel like it's necessarily fair. Cotton has existed. Jason, Jason, yes, white people wanted us to pick it, but that doesn't mean that no, just, they because, changed, I see. just because 200 years has passed that we can't see cotton in its natural form anymore. That's what it looks like. You're That's reaching. what it looks like. What do you what do you want us to do? No, nah, my seat goes to Jason. You're reaching. Yeah, because you can't have cotton hanging up on so you. You don't buy cotton balls. No, it's not. It's a different like that. Well, looks it's like different. That looks that looks completely all right. That it's Jason, you have a seat. We'll be here all night. That looks like my ancestors picked it and probably made that. That's vintage. And That's just that, and that, vintage. And ten minutes, ten minutes, Jason. If you go and you, it was about to be Halloween time. Say you take your kids out for Halloween. You go to your neighbor's door and they're not black and they have that on their door. You gonna be okay with that? Yes. You Are you going to be a fr- like? If you go to a white house in the summer and they have watermelon, would you be offended? It's that's a diff. That's different. Watermelon is like whatever. Cotton. If, if I go to somebody's house and they have cotton as a reef, I'm gonna light it on fire. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> Ties that thirty three percent, thirty three point nine percent of my uh, my heritage as speaking. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're gonna be one of those unfortunate black people that goes into the woods <laughs> and don't make it out. And they were like, oh, I don't know what happened to Jason. That 33.9, I thought it was Irish. It, it changed on um on 23 and me, it changed to Greater London. I said, Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so greater London. Uh, I see it too. Jumping I, see it too. Well, I bet y'all do, nasty. Looks like Sherlock Holmes. Stop it. Ty, go ahead with your little seat. I don't have a seat. You get a seat. <laughs> no. My seat's gonna go to everybody that thinks I'm not busy enough. Like Y'all keep trying to throw stuff on me and like, I do not have the time. Like I have a radio show, I have a podcast, I have bros, I have two kids, I have a wife. I don't have time for anything. Don't ask me to do anything. So that's my seat. Any, anybody ask me to do anything at any point in my life, don't do it because it's done. It's over. I'm retired. I need a Period. favor. I do no, need a favor. You are supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be teaching me something. I know, but you didn't show up for the first session. And I told you to drive down to San Francisco to meet me this weekend. I'm teaching Dex how to get how to get um his wife pregnant. <laughs> what is person? <laughs> what is that? that is not not There's one thing I know how to do is <laughs> to get <laughs> to have some babies. All right, let me tell you. All right, anything else? Any other seats? No, you're done. You need to be seated. Like, don't no. even get out this seat. Like, you have to be seated. Dex decides to be jazz. I'm gonna have to help him. <laughs> I don't need no help. Give me help. You don't need help. Give you some tips, Dex. Give you some tips. All right. Anything else we want to talk about before we go? 
I think we talked enough. Well, any other like events that you have going on, Dex? Ty, anything else? Yeah, I have events going on. I'm like suffering through another year. No, I'm stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, just a message to William. I will be returning to his church uh, to uh, oh, uh, what's happening with it. Congratulations, Ty's going to take over the church. Congratulations, Ty. We'll look forward I'll be, to. to I'll be that. preaching at William's church. Whoa! You really? <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, that's about to say. Wow. I'm going to go back though. I bust a tune or two. Ty's yeah. going to church. Congratulations. That's breaking news. Uh, Dex, did you have anything to say about me to say what or pay the millennials or um, industry friends? Is there a little patty show? I haven't seen that. All my podcast guys, I'm I'm up. Um, congratulations to Mina. She actually just had her baby. Congratulations to Patty Jackson. She just oh. celebrated 40 years in radio. These are Philadelphia um, stories and people. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like I feel like this is going to be um, an amazing season for us. It's going to be a winning season, and we are going to keep the ball rolling. Amen. All right. For Dex, for Ty, for Bill, who's not here. This has been an edition of Bro Talk Live. My name is Jason, the baby maker. We will see you guys next week. We out.